hello to everyone that's listening. We're here with Kevin. If you can introduce yourself and tell us what you do. Thank you, Sarah. Hi, how are you? My name is Kevin. Uh, So I am the CEO and founder of Kevin Consulting. Uh, I essentially do everything from A to Z when it comes to businesses. So I am a licensed insurance broker as well. So I help businesses with general liability, workers' comp. I also do their bookkeeping, taxes, payroll, and notary services. On top of that, we're also adding in the future contractual services. So we're going to add, you know, like let's say you need to be subcontracted for AC or electricity or something like that. In the future, we'll have that. But for right now, we're, we're focusing on the, the, the paperwork side of the business. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, perfect. And how did you start your business? Oh, okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so I went to school for biochemistry mm-hmm. okay. and I, I, ha- I always had a knack for numbers mm-hmm. and then I saw myself like in a lab surrounded by equipment, not really talking yeah. to people. And I was like, eh, maybe not what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I ended up working at a payroll company and that's what kind of ignited mm-hmm. what I liked about the business aspect. Like just talking to different people with different backgrounds and everything like that. <laughs> excuse me uh and essentially i was like you know what what if i run this on my own and about a year ago almost a year and a half i fortunately i've started kevin consulting and it's been smoothly sailing awesome that's good (laughs) um and how sarcastically by the way oh okay well you have to tell us about that um so did you finish your your degree or did you drop uh your courses and you just started working yeah, yeah. So the biochemistry degree I actually did finish. Awesome. Yeah, Congrats. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, I went back to school yeah. for my accounting degree. I'm still currently working on that one. Cool. And like I said, well, off camera, <laughs> yeah. I, eventually I will be going into the law school and studying tax mitigation and tax That's tax awesome. Law. Yeah. That's really cool. This is That's a different perspective that I don't have because... Um, usually when I'm talking to people who have their own business, they haven't gone to school or they dropped out of school. I dropped out of college. So, you know, that's really cool to hear that, you know, you were able to get your degree. That's Yeah. So, I mean, I started the business as I was still getting the degree. Yeah. So you were doing both. Yeah. I was, I was, that, that's why I said sarcastically. <laughs> right. I'm, I, I bet it, it must have been. Yeah. It was, it, it, it was, it was challenging to, to juggle both things at the same time, but you know, I, I had the support of my family and support of my peers and everything That's like awesome. that. So yeah, I, I, I do give thanks and, and everything like that to everyone that supported me throughout the journey and the ones that still support me to this day and the ones that continue to support. Um, but yeah, I mean, to the people out there, I don't think college is for everyone. Yeah. I think it's, I would agree. yeah, I, I, I think that whole niche and stigma where you have to get an education, like you yeah. have to get it. <laughs> I think that's, that's back, like, in the older days maybe yeah it's a bit yeah uh, old, i think old thinking exactly i think for nowadays like our generation the the, the newer generation coming in find what you like mm-hmm. find find what you could do to help people yeah and you're gonna make all the money you want yeah i think i agree with that advice that's good advice <laughs> <laughs> awesome so how old are you because kitty told me when (laughs) she was like there's another young guy here you guys should talk because he's also young like you guys and i was like okay (laughs) so i i mean people usually think i'm like 25 26 around there Uh uh-huh i'm 20 
You're twenty. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's little, so funny. Yeah, yeah. Wow. A little well, bit on the younger side. Yeah. Uh, I think well you present very mature so you know that's that's that might be why I'm 24 I just turned 24 I mean so I mean like facial wise you, you look around the age but yeah, yeah you guys are definitely yeah yeah it's how you present yourself it's, yeah. it's how you said that's how we carry ourselves I think that that gives a like a perception that yeah for oh my sure. god they're older how has it been starting a company that young because I feel like for me I maybe because I, I I'm a I'm a girl, right? It's different, but I feel like a lot of the times, you know, you're trying to get clients and they see you or you know, you you're younger, so they kind of doubt. Oh, 100%. Yeah, right? 100%. And I mean, not only does it come with age, I mean, mm-hmm. you have tattoos. Yeah. I have tattoos. Oh, that's such a big thing. I'm that's, actually <laughs> Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's a big thing. Yeah. yeah, that's actually another like people see it and they're Oh my mm. god. Yeah, they're doubtful. Sometimes. I mean how I really overcame it was I just asked people. Trust yeah. me one time. Trust me one time. If I'm good for it, come yeah. back. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and just being like straightforward, I guess. I used to try to hide my tattoos a lot in videos and like in meetings and things like that. And then you know, Obviously, it's an old school way of thinking, but it's not like, you know, just because we know that doesn't interfere with our professionalism, we can just go, you know, for it, you know, and like I have like piercings and things like that. No, no, 100%. So, yeah. So I guess, you know, you just have to take that step and let people know, like, you know. Yeah. No. and I'm more than capable. (laughs) Yeah. 100% agree. Not only that, like, at the end of the day, how you carry yourself Mm -hmm. is always going to. Once they get past the fact that we're young, yeah. once they get past the fact that maybe we haven't been around as long as them, mm-hmm. some of, the, of our clients and everything yeah. like that, they look at how we carry ourselves. Right. Right. So you always have to have, obviously, a presentable demeanor, like mm-hmm. everything like that. And yeah, tattoos are extremely cool. cool. <laughs> like, I love Very tattoos. Cool. Exactly. <laughs> I, I yeah. absolutely love my tattoos. I plan on getting a thousand more yeah like, same exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually so funny because i was trying to schedule an appointment for friday to get tattooed so well if you need a tattoo artist i got you with one <laughs> yeah you know you know a good guy i mean if you want like realistic work black and gray yeah i do a lot of my tattoos are just very Small, you know minimal yeah, yeah minimal i like that i i see um i've seen girls with like sleeves but they're just like little tattoos like stickers yeah. I love the look of that. Uh, uh, it's it's called patchwork. Yeah, patchwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 that looks really cool. I I actually have some patchwork on my leg. Nice. Going down my thigh, <laughs> and then I'm kind of working some patchwork on this arm. Not much. Yeah. 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 What What was your most painful tattoo? I think, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Same. My wrist. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. I don't know why. I I, I think the position you're in. Maybe and the skin is just so thin. Because I have, I have most of my clavicle tattoos. No, the too. clavicle doesn't hurt. No, no, I have, all. I have a couple also. And then I have, I have one that comes up. Yeah, right I would in the think middle. like right here, it would hurt a lot. I fell asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, no, the wrist. Yeah, the wrist, and they're small, and you know they take forever, and you're just like shaking. Yeah. I was like sweating at the table. I was like, just do it. Have you ever gotten any tattoos outside of the United States? Yes, okay. I got. 
I got a few tattoos in Colombia. Nice. I went um, last year. Last nice. year or this year? I don't know. And I got uh, the fish I got there, and I got this little bunny, and this... No. I got this one, and then this one back here there also. Very cool. Yeah. It's a lot cheaper. Yes. So. Most of my tattoos yeah. I got in Cuba. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. How long ago? Very long time ago. Yeah? I got my first tattoo when I was 13. Wow. Yeah. How was that? It was fun. Yeah? I, yeah, it was fun. Not for my mom. No. I me. I bet. I have a 13-year-old niece. I can't imagine her with a tattoo. She says she wants to get tattooed, and she says that she wants to get a ballerina and, like, things that a 13-year-old would say. And I'm like, hmm. When I was 13, the tattoos that I wanted to get then, I'm glad I wasn't able to get them. <laughs> no, I, I, it's still my biggest tattoo to the day. Yeah. Most of my arm. Wow. And I don't regret a single Oh, my gosh. It. You went, like, all the way out. You mm-hmm. just did your whole arm. Oh, 100%. Did your mom freak out? She almost burnt it off. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. She was Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's like... I don't blame her. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, blame her now. <laughs> Maybe I was mad back then, like, yeah. why? Yeah. Right. No, I get it. Yeah, I know. I get it. Having kids... My mom would say, like, well, I'll just, like, scrub it off of you, like, super aggressive. And I was like, I mean, I guess I won't get tattooed, like, ever. <laughs> you know, and then you move out and all of that, and you're like, I mean... I'm just gonna get I'm just gonna do it whatever yeah, exactly. what are you gonna do to me yeah <laughs> nothing like, what are you gonna burn it off <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so funny yeah is it like it's is it legal or like that there's just people just don't care like they'll oh, just the, let oh, you in no they, it's not they even a shop it's, it's not like a thing yeah, yeah, yeah. like over there but my tattoo artist is kind of family okay. kind of like an uncle was your mom mad no. at the uncle? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bet oh, yeah. so. Oh, yeah. I don't think they've spoken since. Oh, man. If I'm being honest. But wow. That's fine. He still tattoos me. It's been <laughs> about like three years, but. Yeah. Since I, yeah, since I've that's gone. Cool. But, but yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's an interesting story. You know, you never know. I usually talk like business, but this is a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. listen. They, I like talking. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, I mean starting the company so young i think i well i used to be an interpreter for uscis for immigration nice. and the legal age that you can go in is 18 okay and i remember the first time i went it was like a couple days after my 18th birthday and the guy that i was interpreting for he was a lot older than me and i get there right because you're just texting and he doesn't know who you are and i get i get there and he's like oh my god like how old are you like can you do this like you know and i was like just trust me i got this and it was the first time and i was so scared i remember but i did a good job but i it, it's funny because you know i've been doing this for a long like for a long time yeah and people kind of always doubt you for your age i remember i would take like my my permit because <laughs> you need identification yeah. and like my permit i'm just like 15 i look like a little baby <laughs> and they would like look at me and be like okay i guess like go <laughs> Yeah, and for a long time I did that, um, and even now I think I went um, for an interview like a, a couple months ago, and I don't know, I don't know what it is, but people kind of don't assume that you're capable to do something if you're young, um, you know, and you get like the rude question here and there, like. I think that goes back to the whole: you have to get a degree, you have to get an yeah. education. The sex is they see. These older generations see us young cats, this, that. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, I guess we find a better way to move around, you know? Oh, and like, 
of kind of cut those corners. Of course. I mean, it's not even cutting corners. It's yeah. It's being efficient. Like, uh huh. I I mean, I'm the believer that don't go to school unless you're studying STEM, right? Right. Science, technology, engineering, mathematics, numbers. That yeah, that's a that makes sense. I'm terrible with numbers, but I get it. Yeah, like <laughs> I I'm I'm an advocate for that because. And everyone's going to hate me for saying this one. <laughs> everyone's going to hate me for saying this one. Popular opinion. Yes. <laughs> MBAs are useless. Right. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But they are. They're pointless. Like, yeah. There's so many professors that I personally had in college mm-hmm. that I've experienced, that I've spoken to outside of college and college at Brown universities that have told me I've never ran a business. Yeah. But they're teaching me how to administer business. Yeah, that doesn't, yeah, I get that. That so, doesn't make sense. I had a friend on the podcast tell me that his business professor, you know, he was studying like business management while starting his business. Yeah. And his professor was very, very honest with him and saying like, why are you even here taking this class when you're already doing it? Like, like exactly. go run your business. Literally. Like, don't come here. Exactly what you're going yeah. to do. Okay, so here, here, here's my philosophy. And let me know if you agree. You might as well start the business, go through the triumphs, go through, you know, the ups and downs. Yeah. If you're going to get debt, get that out of the business. Yeah. Right? Of course. Because it's something that could yield you money. Mm-hmm. Learn through that. Yeah. Instead of going to school, think, getting a $40,000, yeah. $50,000 student loan debt yeah. that you're never going to pay off. Mm-hmm. Now you're starting on the wrong foot. Yeah. You know I, mean? I don't believe in student loans. When I think when I went to college and my mom, like, because my mom was a single mom, we applied for the FAFSA, and I I could just go. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's the only reason I got into. into yeah. College. That's the only reason. Yeah, I went into because college, I always like, thought, you know, going to school and getting into debt so young, it's crazy. Like I'm like starting off like backwards, you do, know. Do you like Joe Rogan? I have not. I I li- I've seen like clips. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, judge you. I'm, yeah, not gonna, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna judge you. I yeah. Promise, I promise. I'm yeah okay okay so joe rogan had i forgot his name all the time but he had came in uh, cameron haynes Mm -hmm. come out onto his podcast and he cameron haynes goes on about it's crazy how these 17 year old kids yeah are hit with hundred fifty thousand dollars student loans yeah it's crazy but if they go try to buy a hundred fifty thousand dollar house they won't get approved for that loan yeah why right why why does the system want us to lose like i feel yeah and a lot of people will like see that and like think it's like like conspiracy right yeah but it's not you know it it makes no sense it makes no sense that you're starting backwards you know and you get set up to fail sorry no no no, you're good you're good not only that like the school system this isn't conspiracy the school system is literally based off the jail system Yep. They go hand in hand. Yeah, I I agree with that, actually. And yeah. on top of that, the person that founded education that said, hey, education should be mandatory, mm-hmm. quite literally said, I want a generation of workers, not yeah, thinkers. Yeah, exactly. You know, so you're taught, you know, and also, like, your parents and, like, the, the, yeah. the society, like, yeah. expectation, right, is for you to go to school, you know, find a job, and that's it, you know? And... I don't know. It, it, it's what you're saying. If you're raising a group of children like for 12 years, right? Since they're like super tiny until, you know, they're almost adults like 
to be stuck at a desk you know to not really like just memorize and like then throw up all the information like at the end of the year it's like you know how old when you how old were you when you learned about taxes <sighs> now <laughs> now exactly. yeah and that last year actually was the first time we got an accountant and he was explaining things to me that i was like okay like why do i not know this why is that not something they teach us in high school exactly i i agree I agree with with that mentality, you know, and, and it's not something that they want us to know and like take advantage of. Of course not. Um, right. What benefits like like our society is exactly. to have, yeah, workers. And at the end of the day, like, if you look at our schools curriculums nowadays, mm-hmm. you take one economics course, yeah, and it's your senior year in high school where you're right. already worn out. You don't want to do anything. You're freshly eighteen. You're like, oh my god, yeah. I want to conquer the world. Right. You're not paying attention. Like you don't know what these numbers are being thrown at mm-hmm. you. Some people are gifted, and they're like, "Okay, uh, I really want to study AP macroeconomics or microeconomics." Right, but not everyone has. Not everyone has that that interest, to that. you know. Yeah. And it should be mandatory, obviously, to take like like life readiness classes. Yeah. Um, but obviously, it's not part of the curriculum. I was watching this mom on TikTok, and she homeschools, which is another like topic, you know. Yeah, I. I it depends. I agree. Yeah, it, it, dep- it, it, it depends, depends because it's very popular now. But obviously, there's also a reason why teachers go to school to teach. Yeah. You know, so not it's not for everyone. Yeah. I would say. Um, but and it anyway. also depends how you like philosophies you're teaching the kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just like yeah. brushing yeah. over. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I kind of think like you know, we kind of give you a generalized idea yeah. in school. Like I, I agree with mm-hmm. that because. I don't know. There's some people out there that got some weird thoughts. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, you should be homeschooled for for the right reasons. Yes. We'll say that. Yes. Um, so this mom, I think she does a really great job. Cool. Um, yeah, she has like four kids, right? And they're all they're all different ages and she sits with them and she teaches them economics. You know, and she teaches them like, Okay, so you wanna get a car and she teaches them about credit cards and about how you shouldn't I don't know, overspend on your credit card. I think I've seen her. Is she on like instagram and everything like yeah that? Maybe, maybe yeah maybe. i was yeah and she you know she does a great job and it's a lot of things that maybe our parents didn't know either so they couldn't teach us personally so i also think that depending what generation you are yeah like first generation born here first generation here mm-hmm. that also takes a play into it you were, know you, I mean? were you born here yes yes yeah. cool yeah. I moved here when I was 13 from Colombia. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I was I was about to ask you. Yes. So yeah. my parents, my parents are Cuban. I, mm-hmm. I have some Italian background in me as well. Um, but yeah, predominantly Cuban. I'm first generation born here. First generation yeah. to go to school. First generation business owner. Like. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. But so, I think for me, at least, very much different from you. You mm-hmm. got me like your experience when you got here i don't know if you knew any english when you got here no I didn't. exactly exactly and you don't speak with an accent so that's you know yeah that's something and sometimes it comes out obviously because you know <laughs> but I, mean, I was i was born here and i have an accent so. yeah and, and it's also a miami thing yeah you know a lot of people have an accent definitely um yeah it was tough for me to learn the language you yeah. know <laughs> and not only that like imagine your parents came here you were you were already a little bit older like yeah okay, you could sustain yourself yeah quote unquote you quote know unquote, what I mean yeah. but your parents now have that hassle mm-hmm. plus getting you into school is that so 
I feel like the first generation to get here, like they just don't have the time, the facilities, anything. Yeah. And our society's not helping out. to yeah. be able to educate the kids like hey listen this is the system that you're gonna live in now yeah this is how you use it to your favor this is how it works yeah yeah that's not that's not the plan exactly um i learned a lot of things in school but i didn't learn a lot of useful things so i I um, still don't get why we're taking electives yeah like (laughs) yeah okay you got three electives a year how about we take away one like don't get me wrong yes p everyone should be active but right but you know it's it's precious time exactly let's <laughs> yeah let's take one away you know three electives let's take one away and throw in a life class like, yeah well man i was homeschooled uh quote unquote um my my mom enrolled me into this program um with and i would go to school with a couple other kids that were in my same grade right and we would do this curriculum and it was a religious curriculum um so you know it was a lot of information that maybe wasn't so accurate historically and our electives were very interesting because i i i i I did spanish because you know i was just trying to get it over with i was like whatever one less thing to do um and our our like life readiness or home readiness class was like almost exclusive for girls and it was like how to make this how you cook this how you can sew a button very 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 backwards yeah yeah very Very backdated you know yeah you know and and there's a lot of people who think that that's fine you know and like sure i can learn how to make biscuits but why are you teaching me this in school you know where i should when i should be learning like other things and i i think that's where the home comes in right yeah that's where the home values come in your family to help you yeah. learn how to make biscuits. Your family going right. to help you cook this, that. If you're in school, that's how you said. Let's learn about life system, life classes, what's going yeah. to help us excel. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I don't even remember how to make biscuits. <laughs> so, there you go. It's pretty simple. Publix makes them. Yeah, like <laughs> you pre-made. just go and buy them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, piggybacking on that. I think that's also, I don't know, maybe if, I don't know, you don't, obviously, now that I know that you're 20, I was going to ask you if you have any kids or, like, anything like that, but no, right? So, so I don't have kids yet? Okay. <laughs> my little sister, who's basically my child. Yeah, there you go. Um, I don't know. Have you found that, um, you know, I, I think it's important, let me say that, to, you know, outsource. You know, now that we're saying, like, oh, you just buy the biscuits from Publix, um, to, like, manage your time better, right? have i we outsource a lot of our tasks daily to kind of open up time for projects like this 100 so, percent, mm-hmm. because essentially that's what we do yeah as a service exactly anyone could be a bookkeeper mm-hmm. you don't have to go to school for it All right you could get the certification online it's pretty simple but why do it mm-hmm. when you can hire one right you get me exactly. so I, I completely agree and yeah i mean at the end of the day we're creatures that we want to be as efficient as possible and work with the most convenience to our favor because that's that's how humans are and we all fall victim of it and it's just how life is yeah awesome so you started your company with um you have a partner right and you guys started it together no 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 so i 
I run the whole show. Mm-hmm. I am his external broker. So okay. basically, he works he works for a payroll company, yeah, uh, ADP, mm-hmm. and I sell that service on a wholesale. Wow. Yeah. So basically, my business he takes care of all that. So all my clients that I'm actually able to to facilitate with payroll mm-hmm. and everything like that, he takes care of them. That's where he comes in as the business oh, partner. Oh, I see. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So you, so you offer the service, man. <laughs> it's a little complicated. It's a bit complicated, and you know, I don't know a lot about the subject. Yeah. So, it's- so essentially, it's it's fairly simple. So let's say yourself, mm-hmm. right? Your your translation. Your, yeah. You come to me. You need to pay yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like right now, uh, do you pay yourself with your accountant? Uh, yes. Okay. We do. So you guys are a W two. You don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it's a W two. I think it's a, a K something. He said. Uh, a K one. I think. W two. Not sure. Okay. Same thing. Cool. <laughs> it, 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 it's a Schedule C and a and a K ninety one or a K one, okay. which it's tax forms. It mm-hmm. basically makes your company pay you. Yeah. Well, we won't get into it. I'll be here all day. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, what I do is, you're an employee of your own company. You own it. You're also an employee. Right. So how do we avoid getting penalized with business taxes mm-hmm. we add expenses to the business right. one of those one of the business expense one of the business biggest expenses a business has is payroll right so yeah. the irs the code actually states that a business owner is granted to pay themselves a reasonable salary mm-hmm. there's a lot of gray area there right it's not very stated yeah. yeah so if i make a million dollars how much do i pay myself right that's 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 right. the million dollar question yeah yeah um no you don't basically let's say your business makes two hundred thousand dollars you could pay yourself eighty thousand dollars so now you have a eighty thousand dollar w-2 so you're showing banks you're showing lenders that let's say you want to invest in properties or something like that hey i have an eighty thousand dollar income on the personal side right my business made two hundred thousand dollars but i paid in your case uh your, your business paid sarah Mm-hmm. You know, eighty thousand dollars. So now your taxable income on the business side is only a hundred twenty thousand dollars, right? I not see eighty thousand yeah. dollars. So your tax bracket, you're deferring taxes essentially. Mm-hmm. So the tax bracket on two hundred thousand dollars is about thirty seven percent. That's awesome. Yeah, I the get. one, yeah, the yeah. one on a hundred twenty thousand is about twenty eight percent. Yeah. So right then and there, you're saving almost nine percent, and then on top of that, these eighty are going to get taxed. Don't get me wrong, on the personal side, right? But they're getting taxed at about like eighteen. Mm-hmm. So, in the whole, essentially, just paying yourself on a W two, you could save anywhere from fifteen to eighteen percent on taxes. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's not a lot of that's not information that a lot of people have. No, it's not. Um, and I definitely didn't have it starting the company. So, <laughs> um, yeah, for a while we were very confused as to how go how we would go about it right once we started making profit in the company and we were saying like okay like like i think there was a point where we were using our business account as our personal account and everything was just That's a mess first, yeah you know you know and so we went to the bank and we were like okay like this ends today because what is this so now we have everything i think pretty much organized um yeah so you know it, it's a great service for sure i mean yeah uh, so another thing that really got me into it mm-hmm. is how you said 
a lot of us, especially the younger generation, yeah. we don't know what we're doing when we do start this business. Yeah. We're, we're, we're kind of, we're taking an idea, running with it, and seeing where it goes, right? Mm-hmm. And fortunately, there are a lot of successful business owners out there. Yeah. And small businesses is what makes our economy what it, what it is. Mm-hmm. So we need more out there. And one thing that really drew me is just being that helpful hand, right? Yeah. Just being that not the guiding light but just hey you need help like you have a question i want to be able to answer that question right let's say i can't answer the question i want to be able to say hey sarah give me a few days i'll get back to you Mm -hmm. so i i take a lot of pride in that and and that's something that really yeah i'm in sales and i'm a salesman and i sell my own services but i i take a lot of pride in just being able to help yeah of course it's what you're saying you know a lot of us starting off our business i mean i guess not so much you because you knew kind of going into it what it was i kind of had a head start yeah exactly you know which is awesome but you know a lot of us start just blind (laughs) yeah you know uh so young and you kind of don't really have the information and you just know that you can offer the service but you don't know like how to like like uh you know structure your company and structure all that the money side of it yeah and then we could even tie that back to outsourcing right yeah I feel like there's a lot of people out there that are here to take advantage. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they are just people that wake up on a daily basis and they're like, let's see how I can take advantage of society right. today. Right? So, yeah, don't get me wrong. Outsourcing is great. But mm-hmm. when you're a young business owner that really doesn't know much, just how you said you have a product, you have a service that you can yeah. provide or, or something that you could take to the public you got to be careful who you trust right so it's always good to know that i i I feel that everyone should be informed on that so if you don't know someone that knows the subject definitely reach out to someone that that knows about it yeah Yeah. definitely um and i think something else is that uh personally i think we waited until we were um a more structured company to start thinking about like bookkeeping and payroll and things like that but i would say like don't do that you know mm-hmm. like as long as as soon as you start yeah. your company as soon as you register like your company you should start yeah. educating yourself you 100%. know because i was the one to think like oh well we don't even need like bookkeeping we're not making any money um, that's what you think until the irs knocks on the door exactly right? like, <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah touch the bullet there yeah um, like i well i'm an advocate for that as well obviously yeah. um i i say if you're going to take the leap to start mm-hmm. your business look at it as as an investment you yeah. have to at mm-hmm. the end of the day you're starting your own your own thing you're not tied to an employer yeah you are your own employer you are your own boss you want that luxury that luxury does come at a price right i'm not saying that you have to break the bank i'm not saying that you have to go with the most expensive account or anything like that just how you said do your research do your information yeah. reach out to multiple people right. you know pick people's brains at the mm. end of the day, there are a lot more people out there that just want to help yeah. than people think. So I I definitely believe that. And if you're going to open it, open it right. Like Yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, I, it sounds easy, yeah, but. <laughs> it, it sounds, it, I, listen, I will yeah. give you, I will give you all the props in the world. It sounds a lot easier than it is. Yeah. Trust me. Like, from someone that did yeah, it herself. <laughs> and and myself like i know the subject it's a lot it sounds a lot easier than it is 
Yeah, I mean, we made a lot of mistakes, obviously, and it's it, it's normal. But I mean, we've been able to learn through those mistakes. Um, so yeah, I mean. But I mean, the good thing is, those mistakes are bound to happen. They yeah. have to happen. They have to yeah. happen for 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 a learning curve, right? Of so. course. Yeah. So you started the company a year and a half ago. Yes. Um, did you start off with like clients that were already reaching out to you, or did you start from zero? I so. How do I explain? So since I was at that payroll company, mm-hmm. AD, I did work at ADP. Yeah. That's the payroll company I worked at. <clears throat> I had somewhat of a book of business there. So I kind of took the avenue of partnering with ADP. Okay. Right? Taking their services and adding some. So mm-hmm. ADP doesn't provide bookkeeping. Right. ADP doesn't provide tax preparation or like health insurance and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I saw a need where they could provide a service and I basically inserted myself there. I started That's while I was working. Yeah. yeah. While I was working there, I started studying those subjects. I got my licenses, my certifications, everything that I needed for that. And when the time was ready, which was about tax season of 2022, mm-hmm. in April, give or take, yeah. I decided, you know what? Let's take the leap. Uh, everything died down. I, I don't have the clients, but we'll find them. Yeah. And I just started reaching out to just anyone that i knew that had a business anyone that i knew that was working with an accountant anyone that i've referred to an accountant right <laughs> i literally went through my contact list and i just yeah. started calling yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's interesting um yeah i mean that's that's the life when you're starting a business you kind of look for um you know i guess not so conventional ways to find clients 100 percent. yeah i think another thing about me I, I at least for my business the beginning it was mm-hmm. a lot of door knocking right yeah. I would hop in my car at seven in the morning, drive down to Keys, drive up to Hollandale, whatever oh. it was, and just knock on businesses. Hey, I do insurance. Let me get you quoted. How was that? It, it was a lot of, are you going to save me money? Yes. Mm. Okay. I'll go with you. Okay. Yeah. It, 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 it kind of <laughs> came down with that. It, or it was kind of a lot of, hell no, no, this, that. Right. It is. It takes a lot of consistency. I'll tell you that much. How, like any business yeah of course i think consistency and i say it all the time i think it's one of the biggest keys to to anything. succeed yeah anything or anything life. yeah anything for, life. to get results is consistency yeah like personal business relationships yeah. anything in life i yeah it's 100 about consistency yeah um how did you handle are you good at handling rejection now that you're mentioning yes. that yeah yeah so that's awesome i i developed a lot like, like i went through a lot when i was young yeah my my earlier years like some some experiences here and there mm-hmm. just i i was born down here in miami but spent some time up spent some time up in jersey mm-hmm. as well it wasn't the most pleasant yeah so i think that kind of grew on me and mm-hmm. kind of toughened me up a little bit yeah um and i'm i'm very patient yeah I, that's one thing about me i i do have for whatever reason, I don't get it because my mom has the shortest mm-hmm. fuse ever. Maybe, uh, maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's yeah. why. Uh, I am excessively patient, so if someone and I was quirky about it, like if someone was, I opened the door or I knocked on the door and someone just told me f off or just mm-hmm. started yelling at me. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm gonna walk outside, wait about 10, 10 seconds, and then walk back in, and we'll start over. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I, 
I either had people that they would say that and they'd get up from their desk, charge at me. Oh and, my god! And, and, yeah, yeah and I'm just I running bet. out the I, building. Oh my gosh! Or I had the people that on the spot, they just they they started cracking they, up started and they're laughing. like, yeah, yeah. yeah, and they're like, you know what? That's I, wow, okay, yeah, <laughs> that threw us off. That, completely. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that's that's a good tactic. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, even with the phone calls, but uh-huh. if people answered the phone, just complaining, nagging this, and I'd mm-hmm. be like, you know what? I'm gonna hang up. Give it about five seconds. Give you a call back. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and just roll with that. That's just how you you yeah, handle it. Yeah. It was nice. a, it was a flip of a coin. It was it was either I was gonna take the nose mm-hmm. and let it affect me and just say yeah. you know what I'm never gonna be successful or roll with the punches, stick it through, and fortunately yeah. end up where I'm at. That's really great that you know you can handle those aspects of entrepreneurship very well. How do you how do you think you handle rejection? I don't think I handle it very well, truthfully. Why? I don't know. I I think I'm a naturally very anxious person. Okay. So, you know, when we first started our business, I would call immigration offices, you know, off of Google. Okay. And I would offer my services and a lot of people would say, well, we already have a translator. So, you know, like, or I don't know. I don't know what it was, but they would kind of put me down and I would feel like, man, like, like I just I have a good service like what else like what else do you want me to tell you um I don't know I think I've gotten better at it um as time has gone by um but obviously it has to do a lot with insecurity you know but I mean I'm I'm excessively anxious myself Mm -hmm. like one thing about I'm always fiddling either my fingers (laughs) or my toes something Mm -hmm. I have to but it's how you said with time i think just experiences this that i don't think it has to do too much with insecurity right like don't get me wrong yeah don't get me wrong of course you could be scared of public like just something holding you back but i think once you break free of that barrier mm-hmm. once you you let the first one like roll yeah. off your back all the other ones just roll yeah i think i had a moment like that where someone was kind of like <laughs> like telling me off about something and i was like okay like like you know like i'm not gonna let these people just like ruin the day for me or ruin like my workflow yeah you know and i'm still anxious i just work i just you know i kind of like feel it i acknowledge it and i keep going you know it's like what are you gonna do yeah (laughs) yeah it's a it's funny because i have moments like that right where you're just talking to yourself and like okay and like what are you gonna do to me nothing (laughs) yeah it's like yeah not even like that like in, let's say in my case like there's just people out there that they're having a bad day yeah and you unfortunately were the victim of their choice yeah. and they just they verbally took it out on you or anything like that mm-hmm. and to those people i say like okay take a step back are you okay right throw, i think yeah throw, throw their them psychology off. Off. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean those people that, that you get that are nagging on you on the phone mm-hmm. just hey how's your day going yeah are you okay yeah <laughs> all of a sudden they're like, whoa what yeah 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 right that throws them off definitely um oh, for sure i've also learned not to kind of put my head down because you know for example um someone left a review saying something negative right um which was untrue or you know it was a misunderstanding and they just kind of took that approach where they were like well you guys suck like and 
you know, I was like, I can either go about this like, oh, I'm so sorry you had that experience, da da da. Or I can, you know, I can be upfront and tell them, like, you know, you're wrong. Like, you know, yeah. this is a, mis- a misunderstanding. Like, I'm sorry that you feel this way, but the reason why we work in this way is because of this. Yeah. You know, so it's not, it was something about um, um, how fast our services are, right? And someone replied, well, well, I waited for five days and then you guys just asked me if I was going to confirm the order. So you guys are a terrible service. So no, you you I can, you can either say sorry or you can tell them well yeah we know our circumstance you know circumstances change and we just want to make sure that you're you're sure and you're safe and it because we subcontract the translations for the immigration specialists that help their clients gotcha. so you know we understand that circumstances change we want to make sure that you're okay before we proceed to do something and then you won't need it again, you yeah, know exactly. anymore it's your time your money your yeah everything. so. I've I've learned also to do that, you know, like not put your head down every single time. I think that also comes with learning your self worth. Like yeah. n- not learning it but embracing it. Uh-huh. Like embracing it to its true potential. Like you're a business owner. Yeah. You know your worth. You mm-hmm. you know what services you could provide. Yeah. If they're in the wrong, that approach that you're taking just confronting them. Yeah. You're standing up to your worth. You're embracing mm-hmm. your worth because it's the truth. Yeah. And I feel like I think everyone in our society nowadays feels a little entitled. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I the entitlement, yeah, yeah. There's definitely a a, a dear sense of entitlement. This mm-hmm. that, but I don't know. People yeah. need to put themselves in other people's shoes before. Right, they and take just be understanding. Like yeah. A lot of people just will just burst out. Yeah. You know, when at at anything, you know, and that's also. Obviously, something that you have to learn as a business owner is not to blow up whenever there's, like, an issue. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't. You, you can't. can't freak out, yeah. Your image is everything. Mm-hmm. Like, fortunately and unfortunately, you, they, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a beauty in every beast. Yeah, you know. You, your image is everything yeah. as a business owner. So, if you're known for blowing up or you have an employee that you had and you blew up on that employee mm-hmm. and that employee left, that tarnishes you. Yeah, uh, definitely. It takes a toll on your business. It takes a toll on you as a person. Like, it, it, it goes a long way. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, and all that freaking out talk, you know, you learn, you learn like strategies to not do that because there will be moments where, you know, you want to like chop wanna, someone's head wa- off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Or you're some, a mistake happened and you're like, oh my God, like, like, what are we going to do? You know, so I, I've learned to like breath work, right? And I use like the Headspace app and okay. they, they do like the breaths yeah. with you. And I'm like, okay, well, I've learned and that helps you a lot, you know, just managing like yourself. I'm glad you've taken the more healthy approach. Oh, yeah. I'm very <laughs> glad you've taken the, the mentally sound approach. No, yeah. I have a little like, you know, like punching bag in my <laughs> office. That, like, yeah. I get that. It, it's like a little tiny. <laughs> yeah. Someone pisses me out. Boom. That's funny. <laughs> I. <laughs> That I think that's also healthy, you know, and at least you're not, you know, doing it to someone else. It's like that's your designated. Yeah, definitely uh, with their face on it. Oh, you just print it out really quick. <laughs> okay, you took it into. I, I was thinking mentally. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, never mind. That, that's not a good, not a good thing to do. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I mean, you have to keep your composure you always. To. You know, yeah. even 
if like afterwards you close the door and you're like oh my god like this person yeah um, yeah because like I let's mean, say it's an employee learn to walk away yeah i think that's that's a big one yeah i also you know since we work together um i can also get i get to talk more and i'm like oh what is this person doing like you know and we can have like that back and forth that i wouldn't yeah. be able to have if it was just if it was just me or myself and another employee yeah you know outside of that so that's that's also a good outlet of course of mm -hmm. course i mean you guys running the business together and yeah. everything like that that's that's really cool what's yeah. it called but no going back to that you you have to learn to walk away mm -hmm. you have to you have to learn when the client is just going to bring more harm than good yeah i agree um i don't think I've, i think i've turned down only two people ever from our services but you know it was within reason they yeah. were i remember um there was this lady she was so problematic and like i say problematic like really like she really was just always looking to bring out like just have an issue with us yeah um and then i think she placed an order with us a 24-hour order which we specify on our website you know if you send it after 6 p.m your time doesn't start until we open at night because you know over overnight no one's seeing this email no one's starting to like you know translate your order um and that's very explicitly stated in our website uh and she just didn't get it she was like well if you guys can't have it ready for me and i think she sent it i don't know it was some it was something like 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 uh like 7 p.m 7 or 8 p.m and she was expecting it at 7 in the morning so those are like like i don't know like we're not even that, open that's 12 hours that's 12 hours first of all um second of all we're not open we haven't even seen your email and she would call and call and call and call and call and we gave her her order when it was ready and then i told her that i don't think we can keep working together you know and she would hold that over your head like oh well i'm gonna find a different company to work with Take if, off. yeah and i was like yeah i think that's that sounds like a good idea you know i don't think we can keep working like this <laughs> No, and like I in your position, I do the exact same mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. It, you gotta you gotta protect what's yours. And yeah. At the end of the day, you've worked excessively hard to build your reputation, mm -hmm. build what you have. So why yeah. let someone? Yeah, and else so do it? my employees. You know, so I'm yeah, not gonna exactly. blow up I, on them. Like it's not their fault exactly. either. Exactly. And then yeah. in your situation, you guys actually have employees. Mm -hmm. Like that. That's yeah. even crazy. Like you now have your image to represent and everything like that yeah. and then you have your people to support exactly support and protect yes <laughs> yeah support for sure <laughs> yeah. yeah so and that goes back i guess to knowing your worth you yeah. know i think starting the company i didn't really give my work i started translating the documents myself before we had any translators working for us okay so it was just me doing everything and I would get people who would say, oh, well, I'll pay you this much. And I'd be like, okay, sure. Like, I'll take it, you know? And I yeah. think that came from a place, obviously, of, like, desperation to get clients and people through the door. Of course. Um, but, you know, I've learned not to do that, you know, even if it's... And it's a different dynamic, you know? I can now... You know, and it's very situational because, obviously, there's sometimes... Um, especially in the immigration field you know you hear someone's story and they don't have the funds to pay and you're like okay fine like i don't need like you have a heart yeah exactly i have a heart <laughs> so it's like okay well i don't need this money it's okay like just pay me this much 
Um, but now obviously it's different since, you know, we have to pay other people yeah. and, and manage the money that way. But it's not only that, like it's how you said, at least you learn throughout the process. You mm-hmm. get me? Like yeah. imagine if you were still back in those ways. Right. No. You get me? The, the, that's what everyone's going to do that at the beginning. Cause yeah. what? I used to sell my services for cheap. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I used to give them out for free. Yeah, exactly. Damn so near. at the beginning, yeah. But it's how you said. Mm-hmm. We're searching for the clients. We want the residual. We want people to keep mm-hmm. coming back. But it does get to a point where you have to learn. Yeah. You got. You have to know your worth. But yeah. Yeah. Definitely. definitely. Yeah. Um. Another thing is, <laughs> I had a hard time saying no to clients. But now I think it's a lot easier, you yeah. know, because sometimes people want, they want, they want everything, you know, you, you give them your hand and they like just oh, grab they, you. Oh, they, they want your yeah, whole arm. Yeah, they want 100%. your whole arm, yeah. Growing up, was it hard for you to say no though? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Very. Okay. Um, we can relate. We can relate on that. Yeah. I mean, my, my mom is a single mom um, and I was the youngest of, uh, or four sisters and I'm the youngest, so... Um, she kind of we kind of grew up just us well after my sisters left and you know they get married and all of that you know it was just her and I and I think she always had kind of like this ex- expectation for me to be a certain way to speak a certain way and behave a certain way so yeah so you know I I kept that ex- expectation up you know and she would I, I wouldn't say no to her basically no no of course so it's but something I, that I've learned now and it happens like I can relate to that. Yeah. In my situation, it was my mother, my grandmother, my aunt, and my sister. Four women against me. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not saying you, no. You, yeah. <laughs> no, I yeah, value no my life. Yeah. No, yeah. no, not at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, at least for me, it was a very easy transition. Yeah. I don't know about you, but it's still hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. No, it's like a drug. I started saying no, and it got very easy. <laughs> it feels good. It feels good to. Like I'm gonna say it. I'm sorry. It's it's good to be an asshole sometimes. Oh, 100 percent. You know, it feels great. Oh, yes. Um, not just for no reason. You know. No, no. When there's an yeah, exactly. When there's a reason behind it, it's a very pleasuring feeling. Yeah, I would agree. (laughs) I still have I still have trouble with that. Um, but yeah, it's definitely you know you kind of take power back and you're like yeah I'm I'm in charge now. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's like yeah. I am the captain now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but I, I could agree. I mean, I've had clients that I've said no to a few more clients. Than yeah. Just two. Very different lines of work. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Very different lines of work. Just it, it, it goes back to that. Knowing your worth. Like mm-hmm. I've worked too hard to build an image, to build a reputation. For, yeah. To have, there's shady people out there. Yeah, I have for a shady sure. client or something like that come try to tarnish me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, and you know it doesn't have to be someone who's problematic, right? No, it doesn't. It's you know anyone that you know will hurt your business. Um, I know someone who says in Spanish that some clients are uh, son comida para hoy, pero son hambre mañana. Oh, 100%. you know, so you're best off you know not making that that money that you could have made then like taking on like that problem client and you know yeah you know. no and it's i agree with that 100 mm-hmm. percent because yeah it, there there's another thing 
quick money is, is bad money. Yeah. Like, yeah, that client's going to pay you today. Yeah. It's going to produce you money today, but tomorrow it's a headache. Like, yeah. You don't want that. Yeah, exactly. That. That's another thing, you know. It's what you're saying. Like, quick money is not, like, <laughs> no, it's like, bad money. Uh, um, it, you get to a point where there's a certain dollar figure that just mm-hmm. doesn't entice you enough yeah. to, to, to put everything yeah. at risk. Isn't that interesting? I feel like growing up and, like, starting my business, I think my bar was very low, you know, for for what I would take or not take. Um, and that, that definitely has changed, which is so interesting. I was telling Juan Pablo yesterday, like, like it's it's weird because not a lot of things, like, give you that, like, excitement where it's like, yes, like, I made this or, you know, like, your your bar is higher than it definitely, like, that it was before you started the company. Oh, a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Like, it's life altering. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's like I see it from a different perspective now. Like, I get I get what the people here yeah. mean. Yeah. yeah, like, I used to meet these people. I used to meet some business owner that I just thought, Jesus. You're so stuck up. Yeah. Why are you like this? <laughs> you're such, you're a douche. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? But then, I'm not saying I'm a douche, please. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I see where you're coming from. I see why your walls are so high up yeah at the end of the day that's what it is like it just gets to the point where we build so many walls that it's like you're not gonna break me down mm-hmm. like it's impossible and for me to let you in through these doors like i really have to trust you or i like there has to be yeah something established there and even with clients i yeah. feel that everyone gets to the point where it's just you have that trust you have that that relationship established at least in my field where hey my book of business is solid i don't need no more mm-hmm. yeah yeah that that's really cool yeah. my my circle is very small <laughs> very small i think i would say i just you know hang out with my sisters nice. um but yeah that's another thing um being so young you're kind of like the odd one out mm-hmm. you know in your age group <laughs> so i mean my best friend is at home playing on his playstation right now yeah there you go um and you know i've always felt like that even when i was younger i just felt like a little adult yeah you know so it's a bit difficult to kind of um relate to people who are in your same um i don't want to say level that doesn't sound good like in your same area area yeah Yeah, Yeah, we can put it that way niche yeah exactly so same click no, yeah maybe I, yeah i click that yeah. sounds good yeah click. so it's a bit isolating um, it is yeah it, it definitely is mm-hmm. but there's also a saying that says school bus got 30 seats god he got two yeah <laughs> i've seen that yeah. <laughs> there's a reason for yeah it. there's a reason for it yeah um at least i think so i i have a small circle as mm-hmm. well my my best friends or my business partners like yeah exactly the people that want to go out there and get it and make the best of their situation exactly and the best of their family situation that's what i want to surround myself with exactly and that's another thing you know you can have you know you can enjoy doing things that are not work obviously oh 100 but if that's your circle's like purpose then you might not be in the best spot you know i feel like the reason why 
not the reason, one of the reasons why I keep myself so accountable with certain things is because of the people that I surround myself with, you yep. know? So, I don't know. Let's take, like, going to the gym, for example. Yep. You know, I go with my sister every morning, and, you know, we keep each other accountable. But if my best friend, like, you know, was like, oh, let's just, like, ditch it and go somewhere else or yeah, go back home and sleep. <laughs> go back home, sleep, or let's yeah. go to McDonald's and have... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, that's also very important, I would say. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. I mean, your net work is your net worth. Yeah. You have a lot of... Yeah, a little... I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. You have, like... <laughs> <laughs> you have, like, a folder full of, like, little... I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That I have a folder of little little quotes. I have a folder of little like weird yeah. facts. Yeah, I got I got a few different things. What's yeah. it called? Uh, um, but yeah, no. Mm-hmm. The people you, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Uh, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Something. Speaking, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was gonna say. Speaking of fun facts, if you eat poppy seeds, test positive for opioids. Is that true? No, that is that. That's, that's crazy. That's actually positive. Like, wow cops can't can't have poppy seeds pretty cool yeah that's interesting i yeah. saw something speaking of seeds <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about tattoos seeds business <laughs> business just, it's just all in one we we're going we're going really into the podcast um i like it i, like it. I don't know what it is that i saw about brazil nuts but you're supposed to not eat too many of them yeah yeah they have like something we like the serving the daily serve <laughs> yeah that's true i actually is kitty from brazil yeah yeah she's from sao paulo oh i've never asked they are brazilian and chinese yeah awesome okay. yeah uh, i can cantonese to be exact cantonese yes that's cool very cool i never thought to ask but i always had you know cuz she speaks she speaks english spanish and portuguese yes and I'm Cantonese? not. I'm not sure if she does. I don't think they yeah. actually picked it up. Yeah. 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 That's another thing with my babies. I I've been trying to teach them Spanish. Question. Mm-hmm. Are you going to teach them the first language to be Spanish, or are you trying to teach them both at the same time? Um, we do both at the same time, but before having them, I wanted them to learn Spanish. Well, no, I actually didn't. I wanted them to lo- know English first. And okay. it's something that everyone told me, like, oh, no, they're going to learn English in school. But my thought was they're going to get to school. And I lived it. Maybe that's why. And they're not going to know the language, you know, and their teachers are going to talk to them and they're going to be super lost. So it's how you said you also lived it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I I was born here, but I didn't know English till I was 14. Really? Yeah. How? <laughs> you were in school for like. Yeah. So my grandma only speaks spanish mm-hmm. my grandparents only speak, both my grandparents only yeah. speak spanish my parents only speak spanish right my sister is six years younger than me mm-hmm. so while i was in school mm-hmm. or at least first grade second grade i didn't know how to read english but i was always really good at numbers yeah so they just they were like yeah, okay numbers are yeah pretty much universal yeah yeah so they're like okay you're failing english but you're mm-hmm. good at numbers keep going <laughs> yeah and they right. kind of like gave me a pass 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 until i i was going into high school and they're like do you know English? And I'm like, si. <laughs> si. <laughs> si. <laughs> yes. That's so interesting. But yeah, I mean, um, my sister, she loves to tease me about it, but and she's gonna love that I mentioned that she learned how to read before I did, and she's oh, look at that. S- at least in English. And yeah. She's six years younger than me. I'm sure she brags about that. 
oh, often. All the time. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's hard. I, they speak, I think, well, my oldest is the one who speaks. Okay. Right? And she, she speaks more English than Spanish, but she will always ask me to play her movies in Spanish. Okay. And she's like, like you're in Espanol. I'm like, okay, go for it. <laughs> if the interest is there, yeah, you know. Exactly. I mean, that's that's how my sister learned English. Yeah. Like watching Mickey Mouse. Yeah. That's, that's all she did. When she, <laughs> yeah. was, when she was a baby, all she did was watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. And she went into pre-K, kindergarten, mm-hmm. speaking English yeah. and Spanish. Me, on the other hand, I was strongly to speak Spanish, let alone English. Like, right, and read both and <laughs> exactly. like everything. Yeah, exactly. of course. Yeah, I get that. But then you I, put numbers in front of me and it was like a Bible. Yeah. That's awesome, though. You know, you kind of found like that, uh, you know, that talent that you have. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think it's I think it's definitely genetic, though. Yeah. I don't I don't know. What's your opinion on this? There's always in every family group obviously when there's more than two mm-hmm. siblings it's different yeah. but there's always a sibling that's prone to numbers and a sibling that's prone to like languages like english like literature right um, english reading language arts social studies stuff like that man you don't think so i don't i don't know i don't think in my family anyone no? anyone is really good at in at numbers okay but but it, they don't have to be like excessively good but like so, like three of you were worse at math than one of you i think there's one my um second to oldest is better at numbers yeah. um and i've always been more orientated towards like literature and english and you know social studies i was actually going to school to study social work and then i dropped out but okay yeah yeah i mean i don't know i i heard that once and i yeah kind of preach it it's yeah i guess with enough like uh, subjects to <laughs> to test it on then you can you know come to a conclusion but yeah yeah i don't think we'll we'll ever come to a to a clear like yes yeah but definitely theoretical yeah that's like that saying that you know the first child is like perfect and then the second one is kind of more crazy yeah which i've also found to be true if there's two yeah you know the oldest in in my in my case too uh, the oldest is more calm everything yeah, yeah. she's She's, she didn't give you headaches, no. not as much as the young one. And the young one, she's she's a wild child, you nice. know, which is also good. You know, I both, I I love both both you know personalities. Of course, I mean, um, I can reflect. Me and my sister, we're only two, so I can reflect a little bit on me and my sister. I'm more cool, calm, collect. Mm-hmm. My sister's more, yeah, crazy, outgoing. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god, yes, yeah, yeah, no, my little crackhead. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So it's one. I can write down like one more person to keep like that belief <laughs> um yeah. what was i saying i forgot i don't know it's crazy that you learned you know so 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 old like yeah yeah like high i mean i obviously i knew the language and everything but i had a very dense accent like a very dense yeah. cuban accent in yeah. my english and on top of that like when it came to reading and everything like that i confused words like yeah it got tricky for me when it came to the literature part. The speaking, yeah, I'd speak it. Yeah, yeah and that's always, I think, the, well, I've heard that's the easiest part. I don't know. Like, like, like speaking, you know, like you hear it, it and yeah, you yes, speak it, but yes. once you're going to sit down and like Write analyze it. like sentences and things like that, it's hard. Yeah. So yeah. English, English is one of those languages that what you say isn't really how you yeah. write it. Uh-huh. You know, like yeah. Phone. 
Yeah. <laughs> F-O-N. <laughs> yeah. F-O-N-E. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Doesn't really make sense. Yeah. yeah. I uh, think that's, I don't know. It's so interesting because I, like I'm saying, I've always been more literature oriented and learning English. I think it was so fun for me, like, in like that point where you have to diagram the sentences. Nice. I thought that was so fun. I mean, and, I, yeah. Yeah. English does. I I just think English wasn't my thing. Yeah, I learned Italian before learning English. Like, <laughs> there. I mean, you had a mix of a few things in there. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe like, that's why. I kind of focused on learning Italian before learning English. Are you like, fluent in Italian? Not anymore. No, no, you didn't practice. No, I didn't. But I. Oh my god. I. I mean, sentences here and there, like, "Buona notte, tutti, sogni di oro." Like, "Good night to you." Yeah. Very similar to Spanish, like mm-hmm. it's there, mm-hmm. but understanding it, yeah, no, yeah. I could watch an entire movie and recite it right back to you. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. It's cool. Right. Three languages, more, almost, more so, yeah. almost. almost, almost, almost there. You, you can I'll, brag. I'll, I'll, yeah. It's okay. No, you no, knew it at no. one point. So. No, no, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll get back to it once I learn it again. I'll get back on the show and speak it. Oh, that's cool. Then I have to learn, yeah. and so I can say something back. <laughs> Duolingo. Duolingo. <laughs> Shout out to Duolingo. <laughs> Sponsorship? Yeah. Hopefully one day. You know, we'll see. Um, I used to want to learn Portuguese for a long time and then I kind of got uh, Sylvia's trying discouraged. to teach me. Yeah. Uh, do you, you know Sylvia? Sylvia. Uh, the mm, masseuse. Masseuse, yeah. Oh, she's very sweet. She is. I haven't been able to speak with her. So you know. she is Japanese Brazilian. Oh, mm-hmm. look at that. We're all... I did not know that there was that much of an Asian influence in Brazil. Like, when they mm-hmm. started telling me this, I was like... <laughs> yeah, it's not very... I didn't think it was... Is it common? Apparently so, yeah. 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 I know that it's common uh, Peru, I think. Yes. Also has a very like Asian... Yes, I mean... Asian side. Yeah, 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 that's most of their food. Mm-hmm. That's... They yeah. kind of correlate hand in hand. Yeah. Some of the, are you a foodie? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. of course. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Very much so. Good. I would say I think too much <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> nice. I mean, yeah. another one, uh, Philippines and Mexicans. Mm-hmm. Very much. Yeah. Very much alike. Like, That's so interesting. Foods in the Philippines yeah. are curse words in Spanish. Like. <laughs> yeah, and names also, Philip, um, Filipino names. Yep. They're also very like Hispanic. Yep. Um, I think I don't know, and I don't. I haven't done like any testing or anything like that. Twenty three and me, nothing. Nice. But I've seen pictures of my grandma younger, and she looks like Filipino. not Colombian, definitely Filipino. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I, I didn't think you were Colombian. Yeah. No. I I where do you think I was from? Definitely Hispanic. I don't know. Just you can't point point it. No, I couldn't. <laughs> okay. No, I no, I suck at that. Yeah. I, I, I'm, Absolutely yeah, I'm not good at that. that. Also, uh, hearing accents in Spanish, you know, like from different mm-hmm. places, I don't think I'm really good at telling what's what. English accents? On no. Point. Yeah? On point. Oh, I could tell you, okay, they're from like... Like state-wise state no, or... No, state-wise, yes. Yeah. I, I, a little, depending on their tone, like myself, people say, mm-hmm. oh, you're from New York, not from Miami. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> Here and there. Um, But Europe. Okay, they're from Wales. They're from Ireland. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I have maybe because I learned English later on, but I have a hard time understanding um, any other accent that's not American. <laughs> you know, 
so but, it's hard. I mean, no, no. People mm. from Wales speak broken English. Like, yeah, <laughs> their their accent is very. It's like people from from Cajun Louisiana, like mm-hmm. Cajun talk. Yeah, it's dialects like. Right, it's <laughs> difficult. I remember. I don't know. I work. I used to work for as a nanny for a family that was Jamaican, and the mom of the kids. You know, she's American. She you know spoke uh, like regular. English, English, American English. Uh, But her parents would talk to me, and I would just have such a hard time, and I would have to repeat, like, "Can you just tell me again?" I just, and I would feel so bad. But they, yeah, I love, I love their their culture and everything. Mm -hmm. Their English is excessively difficult for someone that doesn't understand that this, for someone that fluently speaks English. Yeah, it's kind of hard to understand. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) that's they also they also do like in the Caribbean. They changed it a lot because Bahamian, mm-hmm. Bahamian people they speak English completely different from Jamaicans. Yeah, and obviously in Haitians they speak English, mm-hmm. but they Creole. You know, so. Right, it's different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Awesome. So I think that's all the time that we had. I think I got cut off a while ago, but <laughs> it's okay. Oh. Okay. Um. Yeah. So thank you so much for for coming and participating in the podcast. Thank you for um, having me. Yeah, of course. So where can our listeners find you, right? So, your, your services and all of that. Yeah, so Kevren, K-E-V-R-E-N, consulting. Uh, you can look me up on Instagram. Uh, that is my website as well, kevrenconsulting.com. A phone number, 305-968-1149. You guys could shoot me a text, call. I'm pretty not pretty present on social media, mm-hmm. pretty present on the website. Yeah. Uh, I'm very easy to, to, to get a hold of. I'm I'm in the same building as Sarah. Yeah. So awesome. whenever you guys come see Venture her, Venture X. Yep. Venture Sorry, X. we have to plug <laughs> Venture X always. Oh <laughs> yeah, here in Palmetto Bay. So yeah. if you guys are ever in town seeing seeing Sarah, then definitely drop by. Awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.